Hello and welcome. I'm Al Barrows. This is UFO Disclosure, the podcast that's meant to show an average person's reaction to UFO forward slash UAP news from the internet, newspapers, and even our own government. My last podcast, um, I spoke about significant revelations by world leaders as to the fact that we are being visited uh, by extraterrestrials. Today, I would like to address the fact that there are some conspiracy theories out there that say that extraterrestrials or UFOs may not be coming from out there or space, but from within the inner earth itself. In uh, one of my Helter Skelter uh, podcasts, the follow-up, I believe it was, I spoke with a uh, filmmaker, Diana Barrows, who uh, was a guest of mine, and I mentioned one of the more fringe um, conspiracy theories um, that I'm aware of um, through a podcast that I follow called Exopolitics Today uh, by a Dr. Michael Sala, who I happen to respect. I think he's trying to do a good job and trying to get the truth out there. Be that as it may, he does have some uh, fringe guests on that are questionable. Be that as it may, he's had a uh, U.S. Army whistleblower by the name or nickname of J.P. on um, recently on a number of podcasts. And uh, in that podcast that I shared with uh, Alice Barrows, the filmmaker of A Forgotten Place, um, during that podcast, uh, we spoke about the fact that J.P., was a whistleblower from the army. Uh, he's been given sanctioned and permission to reveal that he's been going on secret missions and uh, meeting with not only extraterrestrials, but uh, going to their places of residence. Uh, namely, a lot of these places are underneath the earth. Now recently, um, well, that last podcast, uh, he had met um, what he claims are or he calls ant people um, humanoid aliens that live underneath the earth of Florida. Uh, uh, this time around recently, he was on again, and uh, he spoke to Dr. Sala, and he uh, said that he was on another mission recently to the Grand Canyon. He was there to investigate ancient artifacts found in a large cave. In order to get there, he had to take a, well, of course, he had to fly there, but then once he was there, he had to take a boat on a river to get to the cave. Within the cave, he found many chambers, and his team found hieroglyphics on the walls that looked Egyptian. His team uh, saw preserved mummies inside the cave. JP also saw a flying saucer craft in one of the chambers. 
Now this uh, flying saucer was built for a small race of humanoids, about three to four feet in height. His team had to actually crouch as they explored the uh, quote-unquote perfectly preserved craft. And one of his team actually was able to activate the craft. So this is uh, one of the more uh, fringe uh, topics out there, but uh, this uh, podcast, this uh, UFO Disclosure, is dedicated to getting all the information that's out there. I'm not making any judgments. I'm not saying that uh, this is true, but I believe in getting all the information out there and letting the uh, listeners make up their own minds. As I said, this is from Exopolitics Today. Um, And the whole idea of an inner earth uh, extraterrestrial uh, society or aliens within our earth has been around for quite some time. Um, Secrets of the Inner Earth. um, uh, There's a, a Hebrew book called the Zohar. And within that, there is a uh, some teachings called the Kabbalah, and there um, it teaches that there are seven Earths, um, which some people have interpreted that as not seven planets, but seven levels within our own planet. So that sort of lends credence to the exopolitics. Uh, JP's claims that he visited an underground uh, alien race. Not only that, but in India, um, they have a much longer history of literature than we do in the Western world. In their book, the Vishnu Purana um, also talks about an under-earth civilization. Um, And uh, This was 2,000 years ago, by the way. Uh, The place where this underground civilization lived was called the Patala. And uh, it had many subterranean realms. And it was inhabited by intelligent creatures. The Zohar also says that hybrid beings lived underneath the ground, half human and half animal, which reminds me of those... um, etchings in the uh, pyramids that we see all the time on ancient aliens where you see um, half human, half animal um, um, reliefs in the uh, walls of the inner pyramids. Also, uh, not too long ago, a um, a cave in Vietnam called the Song Dong Cave, which is the largest underground chamber on the planet was discovered. And it's not just a cave. It's an actual world underneath Vietnam. Get this. It's 40 stories high, has its own forest. Song Dong Cave has its own river. Song Dong Cave has its own ecosystem with trees and other vegetation. It's so deep that it looks like an entrance to a whole nother reality. It runs through the earth for over six miles or so. 
and local residents have reported reptilian humanoids around the cave. And even during the Vietnam War, our own U.S. soldiers reported quote-unquote upright lizards inhabiting caves. In Peru, Cusco, Amaru, there's an underground, supposedly underground dwellers. There are tunnels so dangerous that the authorities had to seal them up. So folks, the idea that, okay, they may not be a hollow earth, but there are certainly tunnels within the earth underneath the ground. RETs coming from inner earth or not from outer space? UFOs have been reportedly uh, filmed or seen going into landscape, uh, namely uh, mountains. In fact, um, the whole uh, UFO uh, uh, moniker started uh, with Kenneth Arnold, uh, I think he named them flying saucers or UFOs, uh, back in June of 1947, back in Mount Rainier. Uh, Kenneth Arnold was a private pilot. He was fi- flying in the Mount Rainier, Washington area. And he was, that I think was one of the first UFO sightings ever documented. And he saw a full squadron of UFOs flying in formation and they appeared to enter a volcano. Volcano was uh, Mount Adams, by the way. In other parts of the world, um, in Asia, um, they've spoken about Shambhala, an underground realm and lost kingdom on Mount Kalash in Tibet. Mount Kalash in Tibet. It's supposed to be a place where there are aliens in an alien base underneath the ground. And they are supposed to be modern and they're supposed to be guiding mankind. Mount Kalash, specifically Gugay near Mount Kalash, is a very strange fortress built on top of a pyramidal mountain. It's full of all sorts of tunnels and hidden staircases that go underground. And according to archaeologists that have uh, searched the area, the city of Gugay leads inside of the earth. So there might be something to that whole idea that uh, Shambhala might uh, hold some aliens living underneath the earth. Back in the United States, um, in 1946, after World War II, Admiral Byrd, uh, which is one of the first pilots to ever fly over both the North and South Poles, uh, Admiral Byrd was uh, asked to form an armada 
and spend four months, uh, December, January, and February, and March uh, of 1946 in something called Operation High Jump. Was the largest expedition ever to travel to Antarctica. By the end of February, though, something happened. One of Byrd's military goals was to investigate possible military sites or bases in Antarctica. He supposedly flies into a hole where there is mild temperature and lush green vegetation. He sees shimmering rainbow, he sees a shimmering rainbow city made out of crystal and meets inhabitants in the inner earth. The inhabitants tell them tell him that he is unhappy about Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombings. And they are concerned about what is going on on the surface of the planet. Now, this is initially when he first uh, flew over uh, Antarctica, and I'm confusing the two. Afterward, he was asked to do Operation High Jump. And during Operation High Jump, um, he supposedly met up with uh, flying saucers and much of his armada was destroyed. So by the end of February, um, he had to go back. He was not able to complete his four-month uh, mission. He was there December and January, and by February, he was attacked by supposedly flying saucers. Bird was eager to share, but he was ordered to remain silent by the military. What he knew was suppressed, and this was unexpected by him. Later on, after his death, his diary was found by his son. His diary tells him this extraordinary story. Supposedly, there is an entrance to the center of the Earth through the South Pole. And supposedly he met with the inhabitants there initially who expressed a concern about our nuclear bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And of course, since they supposedly share the planet with us, they are they were really concerned. So are a high number of UFO sightings that were reported uh, around nuclear silo, mis- nuclear missile silos. Is that all related to this? There've been a lot of reports of UFOs around nuclear missile silos. A lot of this activity happened after our nuclear bombing of Hir- Hiroshima. 
Folks, that's just another opinion. Um, I always say, look up to the skies at the end of my podcast. I guess sometimes you have to look down too. Are UFOs from above or are they from below? Or are they from both? As the old saying goes, as above, so below. I'd like to leave you with my usual reminder that the National Defense Authoritarian Act of 2022, signed in December, protects whistleblowers from any non-disclosure agreements that they might have signed. Remember, if you've worked for any government programs and are afraid to reveal what you know, go to SiriusDisclosure.com and... Dr. Stephen Greer will provide all the safeguards that you need. Remember that his movie, uh, Lost Century, comes out on June the 6th. His national press uh, conference is that very same weekend, uh, June the 10th to the 12th. And don't forget about uh, MUFON Television's Accidental uh, Truth, which comes out on April the 18th. This has been Al Barrows for UFO Disclosure. Keep looking up, keep looking down, keep looking for the absolute truth. Be well. Thank you for listening.